I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole has leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat, and I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Cause she's been through the fire before and I believe she can take a whole lot more so we raise her up every morning we take her down every night we don't let her touch the ground and we fold her up right on second thought I do like to brag cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag So this week, it's Flag Day. No. And on behalf of a bunch of treasonous, ungrateful colonists that's jumped across the ocean, suck it, England. (laughs) This week, I'm top five for fighting. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. This week, I'm top five for fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell For you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this?
Here we go. I, he's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. All right. Welcome back to another week of America's favorite podcast. Happy Flag Day. Even though they don't, nobody listens, it's still their favorite. Oh, they listen. They, <laughs> they may not after this week. Happy Flag Day and got Father's Day coming up. Yeah. We got 4th of July in like three weeks. Tis the season to be treasonous. The freaking summer is flying by already. Yeah. I, I, I'm you, the year's half over. For, you, all, for, for all intents and purposes, the year's half over. Uh, we got hockey just long enough now Thank to get us to the beginning God. of football. Yep. Super excited. Yeah, like you said, it's this week or this year is just whizzing right by. It's unbelievable. But hey, it's a better year than last year. I don't know. I was on vacation at this time last year. Oh, that's that's <laughs> true. Still not getting caught up on shit to watch. No, I did pretty good last year. I you, watched a lot of shit last year. For you, you did well. I watched a lot of stuff last year. I yes, went from did. like 4,000 in the backlog to like 3,962 in the backlog. Nice job. Hey, you're getting there. You're on pace to be caught up in your 2032. Hey, when I can retire in 45 years, then I'm going to catch up on all that. I'm finally going to get to see Blended. <laughs> Bitch, people our age are never going to get to retire, ever. I'm flipping through the channels this weekend. I can't, I can't, oh, I was hanging the, put a new chandelier in the, the living room this week for, this weekend for Susan. And I'm just bouncing around for something to watch and I hit TNT. You know what was on? Hmm. Blended. It's a great movie. But I was halfway through it and I'm like, well, you can't, you, yep. I can't do that. You did the right thing. I promised him, so I think I watched South Park or something, which you, know, you never hey, go wrong with that. Fair enough. That's good. <sighs> so, how was your week? I mean, filled with hockey and unlike your schedule, a lot of rest and relaxation. Floated in a pool, had some beverages all weekend, did nothing but rest. Oh, and that's it was awesome. awesome. I loved it. It was great. Got some, uh, took a fierce nap during the first period of the hockey game last night um woke up second period was getting ready to start well, all right this is good timing didn't miss anything it was zero zero nope so like it was perfect um you just missed the lightning uh turning over the puck a lot and taking a lot of stupid penalties just uh i mean can't complain about my weekends good for you yeah it's it is nice i had a nice weekend um wondering about how much my transmission on my van's gonna cost me oh, that was that solid a fucking nightmare that is a nightmare. Uh, what year is that van? Oh, 09. Yeah. Damn it. Got 277,000 miles on it. That is pretty good. Here's the problem, though. It's got new tires, which mm-hmm. was 1600 bucks. It's got a new engine in it that's only a year and a half old that's, that's warranted for five years. Right. There's nothing wrong with it structurally, and I don't have a payment. So after this, you're in good shape. I, I mean, it's like it's like a new vehicle that's twenty years old. Theoretically, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I had that fun little discussion with our friend Crazy Bridget. Mm-hmm. I forget whose car it was. Like, but it's got a new engine, and I was like, Bridget, if a seventy-year-old gets a heart transplant, doesn't mean he's twenty again. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it, it's you. You don't think of it that way, but it's it's yes, it will add life to a vehicle, but it's not like oh, it's brand new. Oh, we were talking about prices that people were charging for, uh, you know, used cars. Used Granted, car sales have gone. The prices have gone through the it's roof. It's ridiculous right now. Um, in fact, that's what you're talking about. Someone had like a crazy Jeep, or no, it was a Bronco. 
that they were selling for like a hundred thousand dollars, and I didn't believe it. Oh Jesus! She showed it to me; it was real. But I'm like, who, who, and why? Who? I mean, really, a Bronco, an older Bronco, hundred thousand dollars. That's that's the. I don't care if it's restored top to bottom. That's got to be the nostalgia effect right there, because just because they don't make them anymore, because the new Bronco is not a Bronco. No. Everybody's like, oh my god, it's so cool. It's not a, it's not a Bronco. It's like friends. It's not a cat. No, it's it's it's, it's ugly. But this is a work vehicle, so right. it's not. It's not my. It's not, well, actually, technically, it is my getting from point A to point V vehicle. But it is. I mean, dude, the, I, for instance, that van that we drove up to the the wrestling event Oof, was a comfy, 12, wasn't it? Oh, it was beautiful. It was a gorgeous van. Take a shot at how much that van costs. Uh, I'm gonna say eighty five. Eighty four thousand dollars. Oh, nailed it for a twelve passenger van. Now it's like I worked in the car business. I'm not gonna. You're right. I'm not gonna be a twelve passenger van, but that's the size vehicle, sort of, that I need to get a ten foot ladder and all the shit that I carry around. Just in. hollowed out for a work vehicle. I don't. I dude, I don't have a thousand dollars a month for a, is, for a for a work vehicle payment. That is insane. And it's more than that. It ended up being twelve or thirteen. Nor should you. So have to pay that much a month for a work vehicle. I'll suck it up and drive the the. I mean, she gets she she runs dude runs great and and the most important thing, air conditioner, super cold. All that matters, and that's all the fucking matters that in the matters. state of Florida. I got the shelves in there. She's organized. Find out what's up with the tranny. Oh 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 oh. Hey, oh whoa sorry. whoa whoa. Find out what's up with the transmission. You're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> My we'll favorite get... response to that, Bill Burr. Aren't you worried about getting canceled? By who? Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. yeah. It must by be, who? It must be nice to be able to give zero fucks. I dude, I don't. I but, mean, but I mean, no, I, no, you don't. But it's, we, I should say we. He's don't. not saying anything offensive. So anybody that would want to take offense to what he's saying can go fuck right off anyway. You know what I mean? Which is that's, how it should be. That's like when Chappelle says the alphabet people, and people give him shit, and he's like, dude, there's so many I can't remember. I'm not insulting him. I'm just telling you straight up, I can't remember it all. Facts. Next, it, and that it, that's the thing. By who? So people that aren't going to listen to you anymore just because they're... Okay. It happens. So 99.976% of the world that doesn't listen to us is going to shut us down? Yeah. Quick. Fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, weekly update, we have no emails. <sighs> at top5forfighting at gmail.com. We have no emails. Come on. Come on, at Mr. The Rock. I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, we get it. You're lifting, you're working out, you're making Black Adam. That's great. You can't take time. Oh, no, out no, no, no. He was at Universal Studios last week. I know. Son of a bitch. I mean, he could have drove over here and talked to us. Drinking butterbeer while training. Come on, was Mr. The Rock. Was that effective? I don't know. Top five for fighting at gmail.com. I just want to call him Mr. The Rock from now on because it's, you know, funny. Keeps it up. You're gonna call him President Rock. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How fun would that be? Uh, ahead, I don't know. He go ahead, badmouth him. He went pretty liberal. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it is. It's just fun to talk about. I mean, can't do any fucking worse than what we got. I mean, he won't or, be, or what we've had. He won't be a bitch like the one that's in there or, now, or what we might have in the future. I right. mean, fuck. Who knows? I, I the jokes alone. I mean, uh, the internet videos that would be made. Yeah, priceless entertainment. True. I mean, who would who would make fun of him on Saturday Night Live? I mean, The Rock. The, the, the Rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it wouldn't yeah. be it wouldn't be a fucking Baldwin. It wouldn't be Alec Baldwin. He's he weighs about eighty two many pounds. He would get crushed. Yeah, he would. One rock bottom, he's done. <laughs> so what else is up? Nothing. It's a big week. Nothing. It was. It's a special week. 
It is? It is. Why? You don't know? Well, Greg, let me tell you a story. Hit me up with it. June 17th is a huge anniversary. Any hint? Any guesses? I, I, I don't. I, I, I mean, it's so out of left field. Oh, okay. Anybody that's probably not named Putnam would not know. Oh, is this... Um... It's the anniversary of Bunker Hill, baby. Yeah, okay. June 17th, 1775, 246 years ago, the Battle of Bunker Hill. And it is almost 4th of July season. So what I'm year just... was it, 1776? 1775. It was the year before. Um, yeah, I mean, it's almost 4th of July weekend. I mean, June 17th falls during this week, so I figured I would at least mention it. It would be something fun to just l- briefly discuss. Yeah, so that that uh, the anniversary of that is about four months older than the anniversary of the United States Marine Corps. Because they that? were November 10th, 1775. Yep, and the Army just had a birthday, I think, on, well, yeah, the, on June 14th. It was just a few days ago, and that was actually... The army is older than the country itself, which I find, which is awesome. Which, well, the Marine Corps is too. Yeah, I just I think that the fact that the army is older than the country, or the the, the branches of the military older than the country, is pretty cool. Yeah, but that's just the army and the Marine Corps because the Air Force and the Navy were not right quite yet. You know what? I need to look those up and find out. Um, yeah, the 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 stats. I, I mean, if you listen to our Fourth of July, our very first Fourth of July episode. I think this is one of the things that I had on there that was pretty cool. But it, it, it was. But briefly, um, thousand redcoats, two hundred were killed, eight hundred were wounded. That's right. Americans, we lost a hundred, and three hundred were wounded. Now, granted, we did lose the battle, but Doesn't matter. They sent a pretty hefty message. In fact, I'll compare it to movies. This. The Battle of Bunker Hill is the equivalent of Rocky threw that punch and cut Drago. Yes, it was. It's like, holy shit, he's not human. That's when the Americans, granted we lost, but that's when the Americans were like, holy shit, we can beat them. And that's when the British were like, holy shit, they can beat us. And the only reason that we lost, and that my great some number relative called for retreat, was we ran out of ammo. They just couldn't do anything less. We We couldn't do anything more. Well, you know, that was kind of the tactic that won the war for us was the hit and run, the guerrilla warfare that we started pulling on them, and they learned their lesson, and they learned it quick. Yep. So, um, Yeah, and the great General Israel Putnam, obviously, is the reason we talk about it, because I've done numerous papers on him. Obviously, when, in that is in the family bloodline. I talked about that before. The wife got me a really cool genealogy book, family history. The name goes all the way back before him. Um, we had other Putnams that were in the Salem Witch Trials. John Putnam. That doesn't surprise me, knowing you at all. All over farmland. <laughs> this is this is the most dirty trick in the world. Like, okay, I want your land. Hey, uh, I think their daughter's a witch. All right, she's put her on trial. Well, there's only one way to to win in trial. Um, if you drown, oh, guess she wasn't a witch. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, but, but anyway. Uh, it's uh oh and by the way we'll take your farmland but that's what the whole thing was based over farmland oh, it was it was it was a sham and it was uh hey I think their daughter's a witch put her on trial yeah it was it it, it legitimately was if you pissed off the 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 hierarchy of the town it was uh not a not a fun situation so was uh was your bloodline uh the witchies or the witchers the we were not the nice ones in the whole thing 
yeah, John was. Uh, I can see that. I mean, looking across this table, I can see that. I mean, hey, look, I, I'll call someone a witch if it gets me a boat. <laughs> I will I'll, not hesitate. I'll call everybody a witch if I'll it gets call, me a boat. I'll call anybody a witch <laughs> if it gets me a boat. Um, but back to the source of today's discussion. I just found this this quote is awesome, and it's it's basically the whole stuff. I mean, we could do a whole show on the whole Battle of Bunker Hill, the oh. way it went down, the way that they choose where to put their fortifications on the hill to see them coming from Boston to try and push them back. Um, Israel Putnam served directly under George Washington. His nickname was Old Putt, which is just great because he was a drinking, cigar-smoking son of a bitch. Nice. Um, which is cool. Kind of does fit what I grew up with. But anyway. Uh, again, it's like I'm looking in a mirror. It's like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> um, this was taken out of an article from the Journal of the American Revolution. It's just real quick, but I just thought it was cool because I wanted to share it. Because this speech, not a lot of people hear it, but um, it just tells the story where this is just where it says, General Putnam rode through the line in order that no one shall fire until the British soldiers arrived within eight rods the rods being the ones that they poked the muskets all the way down with that were stored underneath the barrel of the rifle. Nor anyone till commanded. Powder was scarce and must not be wasted. They should not fire at the enemy till they saw the whites of their eyes and then fire low, take aim at their waistbands. They were all marksmen and could all kill a squirrel at 100 yards. Reserve your fire and the enemy will be destroyed. Aim at the handsome coats. Pick off the commanders. The same orders were reiterated by William Prescott, also in in command under Putnam at the at the redoubt by Pomeroy Stark and all the veterans commanders. That's that's where all this came from. But I just I love that little story. Pick off the commanders. Do you know how inaccurate those rifles were as well? Aim at their pretty red coats. Yeah, and the, well, the, the, they when you're low on ammo. Every shot has to count. That's right. So that's why. That's why he made him get close because those those muskets, and I'll, I should I should look it up. We can talk about it on Fourth of July. Were super accurate up to a point. Right. But after that point, it was like you might as well just be shooting at a barn because you might hit it, you might not because the projectiles were all handmade, the barrels were all handmade, not, and the, the and muskets weren't perfectly round. That, that's right. So and they so tumble. It, that's right. It was crazy. So once they got close, and if you aimed at their waistline, if you were low or high, you were still hitting something, and yep. that's all that mattered. And that's where all the the casualties where there was more injuries, obviously, but um, it's just yeah. But there is there is one of the ancient, and I want to say it was Sun Tzu, but I don't think it was. It's it's something that I've I'm I'm not smart enough to have read Sun Tzu, but I've I've heard about it. One of the philosophies of war is don't kill the man, injure him, because if you injure him, if you injure one, you take out two. Because somebody's going to be there to take, trying to take care of the injured guy. Right. So if you kill him and you walk up, you're like, oh, shit, he gone. You're going to move on. If right. you walk up, you're like, oh, my God, let me help him out. Somebody's dropping their rifle. Like in the rainy village in Savior Private Ryan. Yes. Yeah, go out and help Vin Diesel. Yeah. I forget how many people were in that movie. It's everybody. Staggering. Everybody was in that movie. Staggering. Everybody. The amount of people that were in that movie. Yeah. But hey, uh, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, uh, can we get a Bunker Hill movie? Because this is movie worthy. It was a huge, huge point in the Revolutionary War. Even in defeat, it was a major point because that's when we figured, "Hey, we, I would, I would like this. I would like to see a Revolutionary War movie, not maybe just Bunker Hill, but, but that but, would have to be but, part of." Yeah, of course it would. But I'm even not a talking Hill like one. a four-hour epic. No, no, no. I know, but I mean, there's, I mean, there's enough canon there. There's enough. I mean, 
the just, Patriot. The Patriot's a great movie, oh, but it's every it, it's, every year. It's so loosely based on fact that you're like, you know, I mean, it's good, but it's still not. It's a how good, it went down. It's a good Fourth of July movie. Oh, it's a good. It's a good movie. I, enjoy I mean, it. it did take forever for the fucking French to show up. Oh, and once they did, all but they did was run. The French. Yeah, French. You know, the French are the only people in the world who have backup lights on their tanks. But um, bump. Yeah, but no, it did. It did take them forever to show up. But you know. What do you expect? Uh, it's I watch every Fourth of July, and actually, the wife watched it for the first time. I think it was last year, last year or the year before. It was right. It, no, it was two years ago because it was after Dylan went in the military. She doesn't like old timey movies, like <laughs> old period movies, but she really enjoyed this one. Did she? It is a good movie. Did she? How did she feel about the part where uh, Mel Gibson took his crew out and started hunting down all the Jews? Um, that's in the director's cut. Okay, I. Got you. I, I must have. I didn't know I had the director's cut. Good enough. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, man. He saved America. I'll, I'll give him that. I'm, wa- I'm watching, going through all these old episodes of South Park while I'm trying to do stuff around the house. And my God, there was a period of like a two years where they did nothing but make Mel, Mel Gibson jokes. How could you not? I just like, I mean, I mean, guys, it's low hanging fruit and it's great, but holy shit, let's do something else. Yeah, but it so, was a, it's so uh, funny. It's, I mean, he he brought it on himself. Yeah, he did. He, but did, he deserved it. I mean, people fuck up. Yeah, no, I get it. People say things. I get and it. Pe- I mean, shit. Everybody has said things that I've you know, said things I didn't mean when I was mad. Hey, haven't we all? We've said things when the mics weren't rolling. We're like, man, it's a good thing we didn't have that on. But it's, I mean, we would never ever do that, Mike. We are human beings, Greg. What? People fuck up and say things. Spectacular human beings. Spectac- fantastic. <laughs> if you want to tell us how fantastic, you can email us. Where, where at, Mike? Top5forfighting at gmail.com. Okay. The number five. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I brought to the table for uh, for this week was nice. Flag Day. Nice. A little preview to American history as we approach the greatest birthday during the year, second only to mine, the country's. Duh. <laughs> There you go. I um, I don't have a lot. Uh, I have a couple things. I, I I got a couple things I watched. I don't know if you want to save it till um, if you watch Mike it, Sack, save it for, save it for the bag. Um, I mean, the lightning. Well, they're in the second round. That again, I watched the game yesterday uh, while I was doing the chandelier. It's third round. I'm sorry, a third round. The- Conference I mean, finals, not conference finals. I'm just going to call them conference finals. That, it's, it is what that is what they are. They're calling them the semifinals this but, year because they're not doing the conference but trophies. Hey, but we all know what it is. Yeah, we do. I mean, uh, I'm, it's a I'm, rematch. A lot I'm of not worried. That. I'm really not worried. I don't. I. I. The Islanders are a very good team. Yep. But Tampa Bay played like they they like garbage yesterday. Sergachev turned the, the puck over four times in the offensive or in the defensive zone. You cannot do that against the Islanders. Nope. Stamkos did it. You know, so I mean, they had they had a bad game. It, it happens. It and, happens and to every team. It's easy to have a bad game against good teams. So you know, if they keep continue to play like that through through the next three, then yeah, they're in trouble. Just hurts to start a, se- a series off like that. It does. It but, does. Like but, you said, it's just one game, and it's the first game. Um, gives a lot of momentum back to the Islanders because they just like that they stole home ice. Yeah. So it's uh. It but it's also, back and forth. I fully, I fully expect Tampa to rebound, and it goes back to New York one to one, and then from then it's anybody's guess. 
Well, we got to remember too. Shows, we got to remember those teams up. haven't played each other this year either. Yeah, they, they, this is the first time they played each other. You make stupid mistakes if if they don't. The Lightning and Cooper are good enough to look at what they did wrong in this game and make adjustments. You know, uh, the Islanders will probably stand pat with what they did because they think it's going to work. But you know, as any good coach would, but this is going to be a back and forth. Hey, above all else, they're the defending champs. Yeah. So until they're not. Until they're not. You know, so, we'll, we'll see. Entertaining series. And then uh, game one kicks off tonight with the Habs in the, the Golden Knights, which I'm thinking is going to be either a sweep or five-game series. Vegas is going to destroy Montreal. I mean, I want to say the same thing, but Montreal didn't get here, you they, know, without – I mean, yeah, they did play in the weakest division. I, played, I get it. They played in the loser's bracket. I, I, I get it. Um, I don't know. Something just there's just something about the way Price has been playing in these playoffs. Fair. You hit that hot goal. You never know. Hell, Las Vegas might come out and score twelve goals tonight. Who fucking knows? Again, they haven't played each other. Vegas has been hot and good. So I'm just going off of what I've seen all year. Fair. Vegas, who they've played against, Montreal compared to who they've played against. I I don't even think this series is close. I think Vegas was in an extremely weak division as well. Yeah, they, they, they I mean, tough teams. They did. If, but if you take away Colorado and, and uh, Minnesota, I mean, yeah, St. Louis was in there, but they had like, what, 55 points? I mean, they, you know what I mean? That, that, we, that division was weak. The Kings and uh, the Sharks. But two tough series against Colorado and Minnesota. Two tough series. I, I get it. I, we'll, like you said, we'll see. I don't expect this to be a close series at all. And that's just based on talent and the whole year. But you're right. Let's, Fair enough. Let, that's why they play it and they don't just settle it. I don't I don't know what us. to expect. Like I said, it could it could be 12 to nothing, it could be it could be 2 to 1, it could be 1 to nothing. I don't know. It, it I really to me it all depends on how many shots Price can stop a game. I mean, uh, I, Montreal I, seems to have had some offense, I but against Colorado to win the cups. So what do I know? Well, but I did right. say the winner of that series is going to win the cup. I mean, it was not a stupid. Well, the only reason you shouldn't have picked Colorado to win the cups because they won the President's Trophy. But picking Colorado to win the truck, the cup, fair was point. not a bad pick. Yeah, fair enough. And Richard did pick the Knights, so he's still in it. I picked the Lightning. Strong, and you're still in it. I'm out. <laughs> Imagine that. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> getting out. If you don't like it, you can email us about it, Mike. Where at uh, top five think, for fighting? I at think gmail. you can email com? me at top five for fighting at gmail dot com, and I'll uh. I'll get you a response out in five to ten business days. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> or you can still shoot me a text at 727-793-4954. It's still there. Yeah, why not? Still have only gotten one. Nice job, Ryan. What if you took a picture of the text and emailed it? Bonus points. Okay, got you. Funko Pop. Instant. <laughs> Instant. Without a doubt. Your choice. <laughs> nice. Screenshot your text. Send it in an email to top5forfighting at gmail.com, and I will send you a Funko Pop of your choice outside of our circle of friends. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, still no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so off the radar for me because, for one, it, nothing matters right now. Not much nothing. is happening right now in football, but... Day one of training camp, that's when we'll see. Fair. I mean, you think he comes back? I mean, I know that money isn't a big deal to Aaron Rodgers. Nope. But he is giving up a million dollars to not be at these OTAs. I mean, is no he matter, though? Yes. Green Bay hasn't charged him yet. Well, Green Bay hasn't hasn't come out and said, "Hey, we're gonna find him." But I think they have to by 
order nope. the contract. Don't they, they do not have to. Oh, okay. Because um, it's in the. Thank God for Pat McAfee's show because that's how I learn about all this stuff. Because I don't follow it enough to to know to keep track of all that stuff. But Green Bay could absolutely come out and say it's Aaron Rodgers, so we're 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 just gonna we know we're going through some things we're trying to work out, so we're just gonna choose not to find him, which. A lot of people are expecting them to do to make them look like the good guy. Hey, we're doing all we can. Like we didn't even, we could have find him, but we're not going to find him. That's it's a dangerous a, it's precedent an to set. Ugly situation in That's Green Bay. That's a dangerous precedent. What if, um, as a Detroit fan, what if Carl Johnson doesn't want to go to OTAs but he gets fined? It's that, like you said, it's a dangerous game you're playing. <laughs> it's like Kevin Malone said in the office. That's a dangerous game you're playing, my friend. And that's Dallas. <laughs> that's Dallas. Um, other than that, there's not much going on in the NFL except Nothing. that. Except that it's all hockey right now. Except that we are like four weeks away from the first preseason game. Mm. I know you don't care. I'm ready. I don't think anybody cares, uh, honestly. Like preseason, it's the, the the best thing about preseason is the regular season's right around the corner. That, that's that's what I'm getting that, at. That's it. What I'm getting at is not that I want to watch the preseason games. What I'm getting at is it once they're in camp, it's time to start prepping for fantasy football. It, you you are correct. It's time for um, the cool weather to be like six months away. <laughs> yeah, it's that that is true. Um, every year, Hall of Fame game, watch the first quarter, and then it's okay. I'll see you in a few weeks. It's yeah. because preseason football is just garbage. I watch preseason football for one reason and one reason only: mm -hmm. fantasy football. It is important. I, I on the on the actual NFL player side, it's I it's vital yeah. for, for those guys trying to make the team. Yeah, there's no reason for any starters to be on that field. Not for very long, no. I mean, if you tune up uh, drives, I, I get it, yeah. but it's just outside of that, like just just get to the regular season. I agree. Well, I think they're going to. I think the 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 next next season is only two weeks of of, of preseason. So it should be two weeks of preseason. Because you then, know who uh, your starters are. You know who you are. Absolute locks to make the team are. Yeah, but that you You've know got but, the bubble players. Two two NFL games. Those are the ones. Those are the yes. ones that suffer are the bubble players. The the guy who might need three weeks to learn the system to get in the groove to have that big game. Put I mean, in the off season. I mean, it is it is what it is. But they've the collective bargaining agreement and the union has got the off season whittled down so much now that you really can't see a lot. I mean, there's no contact, there's no pads, and you know you know as well as I do that running out and doing drills against the defensive back with no pads on is nowhere near. So I, I don't I know. That, I mean, I I see they don't want to be injured and you know less contact. I get it, but. I don't. I don't have a problem with it being two weeks of preseason, but you know Brady's going to be your quarterback, so you know that's what I'm, take Tampa Bay. There's 22 players in that team that don't need to step foot on that field for the preseason because it's all your starters, both sides of the ball. They're all back. You know who your starters are. Now you get into your se your second string, third string practice squad players. Two weeks of preseason practices and games should be enough. You can tell if someone's going to be is got the talent or not to be on that team. Three and four weeks is just overkill. It's just you're asking for injuries is all it is. But that's just me. Okay. But a summer's worth of having your playbook and learning all the stuff you need to learn. The summer is plenty of time to do that, even at that level. Yeah. I'll never forget when I saw my defensive playbook my freshman year in college. I thought I'm not going to be able to do this. There's I, I'm in trouble. Well, you saw Brady two weeks ago, it's right? Insane. Two weeks ago, when he was talking about, he was kind of doing like on uh, on online. He did a review of some of his plays this year, 
and you remember the Bears game on Monday night or whatever it was when he screwed up and he thought it, he thought it was third down but it was fourth down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he I remember said that. he said that he still didn't understand the playbook in week eleven. He said yeah. he was still struggling with the playbook. Now that obviously was a little different because there was no off season workout stuff last year. Correct. But I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine somebody of Tom Brady's level going. Yeah, I didn't know what I was fucking doing. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy. And okay, Carl, what is this? What is this blue X? You gonna start what? start busting out bottle caps and rocks? <laughs> All right, you're the bottle cap. I want you to run out to this stick and take a right five yards. No shit. Um, yeah, obviously there's a lot of stuff to go in it, but preseason was just it was way too long. But yes, vital to the players. Selfishly, I don't want to see it. <laughs> But yes, do get I, excited I, for fantasy. I I just want to see it because I know that that means that the real thing's right around the corner. Yeah, I correct. completely understand making it shorter, and that also means hockey's right around the corner. Yeah, true because it starts in middle October, right? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. It looks like the projected number one pick in hockey this year, Powers, Kenny. Yep, Kenny Powers. Yep, of uh-huh. the <laughs> what? Fuck! What league was what league was he in? Um, I can't. I can't remember. I was just watching clips of it. I watched his Mexican entrance the other day. God. Comes out of Hogan's Real American Song. And I've only seen the first season of that show. I got to watch. Oh, I gotta, my I know God. Are you I, serious? I when he makes his comeback in the Mexican leagues? I saw that episode. Oh, geez. I saw that episode. But, um, yeah, Powers, uh, he's <laughs> talking about going back to Michigan. Really? Yeah, he plays for Michigan. So nice. He's, he's talking about going back to college for one more year. Go so. back. Yeah, because they, they have a hell of a team up there right now. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, to sum it up, football's around the corner, hockey's in full swing, awesome series going on. It's almost 4th of July. My daughter's leaving in a couple months to go to college. Kids will empty nest. You going to turn that bedroom into a man cave? I already, I already have one. You going to turn it into a second one? It's not a bad idea. Make it a game room? Different theme? Yeah. I'll make that my hockey room? Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that'll fly. (laughs) That'll happen. (laughs) Got to keep the room available for when she comes back on the weekends to do laundry. Yep, for sure. How far is the drive to Gulf Coast, Florida? Two and a half, two and and a half? half I think. Two and a half, maybe. Yeah, that's just that's maybe just far enough away that it's not worth coming home, but it's just close enough that I need to go home for something. Yeah, she'll come home every now and then. I don't expect her to be at home every weekend. What freshman. city is it? Fort Myers, ish. Oh, Fort Myers in, is about two and a half hours. In that range. Hours, yeah. I think it's close to Fort, Fort Myers. Fort Myers, Venice. Okay. We have family in Fort Myers, right around the corner from where she's at. So emergency situations, we've got people there. So nice. We got boots on the ground in Fort Myers. Perfect. <laughs> so Yeah, I don't in fact Fort Myers, I think, is only two. The college has its own goddamn beach. It's amazing. Is it topless? It is Hey, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's incredible. It, this school is absolutely beautiful. Of course it that's is. It's in she, Florida. She's going to love it. So, yeah, that's only a couple months away. Other than that, that's all I got this week. Well, why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll uh, finish the show up. Yeah, why not? All right. Be right back. Let's make like France and just leave. <laughs> Never show up. <laughs> Never show up again. <laughs> yep, that's it. Mayday. Mayday. 
Can anyone hear me? We found something. We found something in the ice. Would you stop screwing around? This makeshift transmitter has a pretty weak signal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Okay, hi. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming of the Dead City Drive-In. And unfortunately, if you're hearing this, then we're already dead. Okay, now you're just being melodramatic. Look, if you're hearing this, then it's probably because we're interrupting your podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, but we wouldn't do that without a good reason. Those delightful singing voices you're hearing belong to a ravenous horde of mutants and madmen right outside our projection room door. You see, we've been tasked by our bosses, the drive-in gods, to program specially themed double bills for the increasingly restless dead city denizens. And when we say specially themed, what we mean is killer robots, satanic terror, uh, yeah, hideous freaks, creepy crawlies, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You see, there is no bottom to the depths of psychotronic cinema. Any old chud could pick a random double bill. Yeah, but do you really want to watch Chopping Mall back-to-back with Ghost Dad? Or a double whammy of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Bicentennial Man? Oh, yeah, I do! Oh, shut up, zombie Robin Williams, you fucking liar! At Dead City Drive-In, we choose a theme. Then we and our special guest each pick what we think is the best representation of that theme. But there's only room for two movies, so we're talking genre flick deathmatch here. Three movies enter the ring, but only two can make it on the slime-splattered screen of the Dead City Drive-In. Put it this way, it's dirty work, but somebody's gotta do it. Chris, that's the lyrics of that song from Police Academy 2. Damn it, we're about to lose the transmission. Dead City Drive-In is available everywhere your favorite podcasts lurk. The doors are open and admission is free. It's a show filled to the brim with monsters, mayhem, blood, guts, and... Uh, dispatch. <laughs> Some more paramedics. <laughs> Remember, if the car's a-rockin', it doesn't mean somebody's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. And here at the... Under 17, not admitted without parent. Okay. Um, an update on last week's show. Hmm? We were wondering if Terrell Owens and Shaquille O'Neal had ever had beef together or with each other because of the tweet game, remember? Oh, that's right. I could not find anything. Really? So I don't know what that tweet's about. So does that mean I was breaking news? <clears throat> I know that last year, Shaquille O'Neal bet Terrell Owens he couldn't dunk a basketball. Holy shit, why would you bet that? And Terrell did it, and then Shaq bet him again. Says you couldn't do it again, and he couldn't. So I gotta look. I gotta look that up. But uh, I mean, you really don't have to. I had no. I had important. No, I had. I had. I couldn't find anything. So I don't know what that tweet was about. That's weird. That's funny. Um, you want to do your sack? Yeah. Why not? All right. Let's do the sack. Let's get into it. Because I got a bag of stuff this week. Uh, let's just start off with the obvious, the, the lead. Did you watch Loki? I did. And what were your feelings, Greg? I like it. It's going to be different. Yep. But I spent, uh, obviously, I remember we, we talked about it at length. I just wasn't interested, wasn't like looking forward to it. Yes, we all knew we all were going were gonna to watch it, but... Did not grab my attention. Like, oh my god, I gotta see this. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. did right off the bat. Um, first twenty minutes, I was like, mm, all right, you know, this is pretty fucking weird. But the last half of that episode, I'm all in. The I, without spoiling anything, there is a scene of flashbacks 
that literally makes him rethink everything where it kind of was a gut punch was sucked me right in. There's going to be a twist of epic proportions in this uh, somehow. I, I it has yeah. to be. I had uh, the same feeling. This show, this show, is going to let Hiddleston play Loki to the T. Yep, dude. When he reached in his pocket to pull out his ticket, I laughed my ass off. That was pretty funny. There's there there's several parts that have been really funny to me. And he's good. He he's amazing. He's I I take that back. He is fantastic as Loki. And that's why this series exists, Always because he's such a fan favorite. Yes. They're going to figure out a way to work him back in. He's too big of a character to not have in the Thor universe. You know what I mean? Because if, if, if you look at it, the progression of that character from the very first Avengers movie um, to... Oh, no, I can't From the very first that. Thor from movie. The, I, I take that. Yeah, the very first Thor movie. Just a bad guy. I mean... And every time it seemed like something good was going to happen, it just twists, and he's a dick again. Not I don't. I, and I I agree with. And I I had no idea Owen Wilson was in this, and I thought he was pretty good. I did from the trailer. I but thought he's pretty I've good. Always been an Owen Wilson fan. I like so, Owen Wilson. Yeah, me too. Um. Wow. <laughs> get get the fuck out. Wow. That's my favorite. My favorite line he's ever said was in Wedding Crashers when he's like, "Yeah, man, it's good to have you back. I I missed you. I love you. I want you to be the best man at my wedding. Get the fuck out." <laughs> when he says that. Um, when he's talking to him and they're going through all the different stuff, he told him, he says, you're not evil. You're just self-serving. Right. Loki's never, I mean, he's, you know, been at Thor's side at times. So I, I like, I, wa- I want to see. It's a character that over the course of the Marvel Universe does that something line. that makes you like him a little bit more. Walks that Every line. appearance, yep. it's like he's that one thing, like, Man, maybe he is going to be a good guy, and then just does something. You're like, it's like a three steps forward and then two steps back. It's with him as a good guy or a bad guy. Then like you root for him, and you're like, oh, you dick! Why did yeah, you do why'd that? Why did you do that? Yeah. Which he has a few of those in Ragnarok. Um, oh, he has a yeah. He's got a few great moments in Thor: The Dark World, which I liked way more than a lot of other people liked. I didn't think it was near as bad as everyone made it sound. I didn't have a problem with it. I loved the I'd... Dark Elves. I thought they were great. Yeah, great. Um, some of the parts I probably could have done without. Like I wanted more of the big invasion type thing, but the elves were great. The backstory of them I thought was cool. Um, but anyway, Loki in general, just a cool, great character. Everybody can say, and you say, "Oh, I've got this hangover," you know, from in game, whatever. You don't, you don't I have, do. a ha- you don't have a hangover. You're just disappointed that there's no more Cap and Tony. That, okay. that's 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 what it is. All right, you still enjoy the stuff. I will rename it Post Avengers Depression. Okay, fair enough. I have PAD because you. Uh, I, hey, listen, pad lives matter. Wait a minute, I have PTSD. I have post Tony and Steve depression. There it is. You're welcome. You think we can get like some government some government handouts for that or we something? Can trademark or? that shit today. Yeah, even though that's a little bit insulting to our soldiers, but still. No, this is in a different. This completely is a different. Completely different. different. Genre. Okay. This is a different meaning. It's. It, I mean, I and I understand it. It's hard to get excited about because your is. your favorite character is Captain America. Yep. And your second favorite character was Tony. Tony Stark. And they're the ones that are gone. I get that it's hard to get excited about it, but once you watch it, you're like, okay, this is this is good. And the buzz behind Black Widow coming is everybody's Winter calling Soldier this level. Un- unbelievable. So 
yeah, we're sad that they're not there, but let's let again, I don't care what anybody says about any of the movies. I I will watch the Marvel stuff until they let me down because they haven't let me down yet. 100%. And I don't see them letting me down anytime in the future. So I completely agree. I thought it was exactly what Marvel has done. It's slick, it's stylized, it's beautiful, it's well written, the acting is there. Let's see where the story goes. And that's what I'm looking forward to because I have, like you said brilliantly, this is going to lead to something because there's a lot of Marvel coming at the movies soon. Um, they have something I think is going to tie into either Doctor Strange or maybe the upcoming Eternals movie. I, I, I'm hope I'm saying that because I hope so. Now this is the last show, right? For a while, this is the last show on Disney because then we get Black Widow and then we get Shang Chi. Yes. Then we get the Eternals. Then we get Doctor Strange. I believe the next show, uh, I'm I'm totally guessing, is either She-Hulk or Moon Knight, which is next year. Okay. Um, I don't to, know. I I'll could have be. To look, I'll have to look those up. I, I could can't be remember. totally wrong, but I think one of those two shows is the next show to come out on Disney Plus before the movies start happening. Regular. I th- but I think that's it for this year. I think that's the last. Yes. This is the last Marvel one for this year. So I okay. So. So yeah, and good. this is how many episodes? Eight, uh, six? I, I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's just every week, just see, see what happens and go from there. Why don't we hit the old uh, internet? Yeah, make Siri do her fucking job. Yeah, go ahead. Hit your next uh, thing, and I'll uh, I'll All follow right. it up. Next thing, a show that's going on that is just to me has gotten better every single week is the Bad Batch. I'm assuming you haven't had time to watch it or get it's, caught up on no, it. No, but I really, I, I mean, I want to. I've, I've everybody I've talked to have said how good it is. I will just move on because it is that good. Okay, it, it's. Tw- it, 25 minutes. Uh, I think this week's episode was like 22 minutes, um, which is perfect. It's l- little doses of it. Cool, quick, short stories. But I'm going to be able to watch a lot more stuff in a couple weeks when I don't, I'm not watching hockey every night. Fair enough. To be honest. That is a very good point because there's hockey on every, every night. Every night. So, And that's the way it should be. Um, second thing, going back to the Star Wars side, Boba Fett has, fi- has wrapped filming. Nice. The book of Boba Fett. Um I know we kind of jokingly had some comments back and forth about it, but um, I read, I saw the article title and I had to read about it. It's just that it will deal with where he's been this whole time. So obviously there's going to be flashbacks involved. Um, the actor, Tamora, that plays Boba Fett, obviously can't say anything, but he did very strongly hint that we will f- see what's happened with him as far back as Empire Strikes Back. Just do the Sarlacc story. Yeah. Uh, all I need to see is him crawl out of that pit. I agree. That's all I need to see. So before I forget, Loki, six episodes. Six. Six. Short. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. You, so Falcon and Winter Soldier. You, you, don't, you can only do so much. Six hour movie. Yep. So uh, let, me clarif- six hour let, me, movie. let me clarify my comments. You sent the link of the article the other day between, to me and Richard on the on the phone. Yep. And and you were like, this is great, Sarlacc. And Richard's like, that's a story that needs to be told. Yes. And and the headline of the article was, the book of Boba Fett will tell us where Boba Fett's been. And my answer was, gee, thanks thanks a lot. My point was... Classic did, Greg answer. Did they have some fucking five-year-old that needed an extra 20 bucks who decided she was going to write an article to tell us that the, the show about Boba Fett was going to tell us about Boba Fett? I mean... You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's to me. To me, I, it's almost like it's a clickbait, and it that that I, shit pisses me off. It's it's not because the premise of the show is him going around whooping ass on people that have wronged him in the past. So I, it's, I understand. It, it's not a 
flashback focused show, but it will, in my eyes, it was just saying, hey, wink, wink. You're going to see where he was. But when I hear about a show that's like the book of Boba Fett, if yeah. I don't see his history and all the holes filled at some point, I'm going to burn some shit down. And it. it and it doesn't matter who it is. It would be like it would be like uh, you know, it would be like trying to do a show about Bucky and not telling us about all the bullshit that he pulled before he ran into Steve and Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? You so, also have to take into account that it was on ScreenRant.com, which is the fucking worst movie website out there. And that's what I'm however, getting at. However, however, it's still information about the show. No, no. I, it's I, just going to keep that's us awesome. interested until I, December. Dude, I want to see the Sarlacc. I, I want to see how he gets out. I want to see how he gets out. For sure I want to see how he gets out. You, you can read it in the comics, but I want to see it on the screen. Uh, yeah, me too. Yes, for sure. But... That would be like, like I said, my example was she's going to write an article about the Eastern Conference Finals, and she's going to say, hey, two pretty good hockey teams play tonight, and one of them's going to go for the Stanley Cup. Have a nice week. I just, I didn't, me- I didn't read it that way. No, no, not the article. Right. Just. I know what you're saying, but to me, gonna, it's. If you're going to write an article, tell me something. It, it, to me, it did. It's going to, it's going to go back as far as Empire Strikes Back. So to, to me, I, I did not read that, of course. I did not read it in the vein that you did. We're like, no shit, you dumbass. I'm like, tell me all I can because I still have to wait six goddamn months for the show. It doesn't come so out until it, December? I think they said Christmas. Um, December, there's no date yet. Good but. news. Good news, though. The book of Boba Fett will be about Boba Fett. So yes. uh, that's Fucking the veil has been lifted, guys. To see what happens the second that you put what's-his-nuts-in-charge at Disney, shit starts happening. Dave Filoni? Yeah. Well, once you put him in charge of Star Wars Universe, shit starts happening. We now know that the Boba Fett show will be about Boba Fett. Give him the keys. You always find a way to make something shitty. It's no, no, amazing. no. I'm, I know what you're saying. I, I'm super excited about the show. I want to see it. But I'm that, just if saying, I had read that article, I would have thrown my phone. I read the article, and I was like, okay, cool. So I'd have been like, I'm, well, I learned nothing. Of course. <laughs> of course you would. Jesus. You know I'm kidding. I know. Um, but series done is done filming, so I oh. mean it's it's in the bag. And How many now, episodes do you think we're gonna get? We gonna get uh, ten, six? Uh, no, eight? I believe they said seven. Mm. So hey, it's seven episodes of Boba Fett. I'm excited. And with how they handled them in the Mandalorian, I have nothing but high expectations for it because that show is flawless, and I think everybody can agree with that. Yeah, but there's the nothing was... in that. Nothing in the two seasons of that series has G- been bad. Gina Carano, she's got to go. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her. I love her. Uh, Who does Yeah. And she's not gone, by the way. No, I know. She's back. Oh, yeah. That didn't last long, huh? Canceled. By who? Yeah. yeah. For how long? Yeah. Exactly. That, that's the part that cracks me up. You've got Bill Burr on the show. Who yes. Says, who says everything he wants to say about whatever he wants to I say. I didn't even think of that. And nobody says a right. fucking word. But Gina Carano says one thing against the president. And oh, my God. This fucking bitch has got to... Someone's got to silence her. Get off my nuts. Uh, her episode with Bear Grylls, fantastic. I got to watch it. It is super good. N- nothing nothing crazy. I mean, she, she does show you that she's a human being, and human beings are scared of certain things, especially when you're hanging on the side of a couple thousand foot mountain cliff. Um, but it, she's all... Every bit as badass in real life as she is in the movies. It, it's It's a very cool episode. Um, anyway, shifting gears over to DC, I know I sent you a picture today with, with Richard, um, I cannot remember his name, the director of the Flash movie, 
sent out a picture of just the it's chest pretty, logo. It's pretty cool. Of the Flash suit. Holy shit. Like, I was like, wow. Because I not was not a big fan of the Flash suit in the in the current movies. Love the character. He's awesome. Ezra Miller as, yeah. as Barry Allen. But this bright red golden lightning bolt looks perfect. With the the pattern of the suit behind the logo, I just thought it looks awesome. It's it was just a tease. Um, I could not be more excited for this movie. I just think this is going to be awesome. I hope it is anyway. But I just thought it was a cool picture. It was it, the logo is very cool. I gotta you know I gotta start doing like Susan bright. Does. That's what I know. It bright yeah. bright red. I gotta start doing like Susan does with the Honey Podcast. Uh, I gotta start linking pictures like that in the show notes so that you can yeah. click on them and see them. Yeah, it's uh, I, so if it you, caught if my you eye. Have, if you have that link, get it to me. Yeah, I was, yeah, absolutely. Um, sticking with that, this was the bit. I mean, the internet is, if nothing, fueled by rumors, right? Always. Well, the no, big- no, 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 no. There are no rumors on the internet. Abraham Lincoln told you everything <laughs> you read on the internet's true. Yes. <laughs> Just like who is it? Um, Genghis Khan told us to stay strapped or get clapped. Boom. I mean, history is awesome, guys. It is. History quotes are the best. Um, not a rumor, but discovery is in the process of or very close to buying all of Warner Brothers uh, DC Comics properties. Discovery? There's Discovery. Like the Discovery Channel? Like the Discovery Plus, Discovery wow. Channel. Um, but I thought that was HBO. We will uh, we'll, we'll dig into that more next week, but it'll give you something to look at or read about. But yeah, Discovery Plus is in the running to buy DC and every, basically everything at Warner Brothers, which means when that happens... There will be a new CEO for Warner Brothers, and that alleged CEO is all about bringing everything back that Snyder has done, which means we very possibly could get Justice League 2 and 3, which, (laughs) after that four-hour movie, I'm all for it, because that means you're going to show me Green Lantern. Well, if you're going to let the man enact his vision, then I'm all for it. Imagine uh, that. uh, Yeah, what a a crazy crazy, crazy idea, right? Crazy premise. Um but I don't know. We'll see how that works out. It's all like I guess in the worst kept secret stage, where it's not going to happen, but it's happening, and you know how that goes. I'm straight up. I am straight up ready for DC to get their shit together. Speaking of that, so that we can have some Avengers style movies. Well, not, not just not just the Justice League, right? You know, like when you see Shazam fighting next to Batman and shit like that. Well, speaking of that, Greg. It got me, you know, a little like, man, DC has some stuff coming. Let me look it up. So this is what we got coming up this year. Suicide Squad is in August, which I know we both are are just... I want to see that so bad. Cannot wait for that. Then next year is the year of DC because we have Flash. We have Aquaman 2, which they called the Lost... um, the Lost Cities, I think, or The Lost something, Lost Worlds, something like that. I don't know. Aquaman 2, Black Adam in July, The Batman comes out in March, and then way after that, Shazam 2 comes out in June of 2023. So next year, we're getting four major DC titles, movies. That's pretty big. All right. Marvel is also cranking out some shit next year, too. So uh, Marvel's got several movies next we, year. Like I think, and I'll, I'll look this up for next week, but... Next week could literally be the biggest comic book movie year we've ever seen. Next year? Because four are from D.C. right alone. Yeah. 
we'll have to look and see what Marvel's got coming with the mix with their shows and movies. But well, next year is uh, Doctor Strange, and um, wasn't there another Ant Man? The Quantum Realm. Yep. And um, I'll I'll look it up for next week. All right. Because I I'll give you a full list of how many movies are coming out next year, and um it it could be massive. I'm in. And by then, I mean shit. Movies are already back now. I mean, I already got my tickets for Black Widow and Fast and the Furious. 9. Yeah, I know. Nobody invited me to go, so I'll just go by myself. Yes, it was in the group text. It was in the group text. It said he said it. You know what he hey, said? Black Widow tickets are on sale. Go. He said, Black and Widow, I went. Black tickets are on. Oh, he said, Black Widow tickets, Black tickets are on sale. I already got mine. That's what he said. You knew Richard was going to do that. That's all right. I didn't want to go with him anyway. That, Fuck you guys. I'll just sit at home and watch it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. He was like, "Hey, they're out. Go." And I, I have a fucking I credit did. in Fandango. I can go see that shit for free. Do you really? Yeah, because I never used my Godzilla Kong ticket. Remember, because I got, I got the, I got the Rona. That's fucking fuck China. <laughs> Seriously, fuck China. Uh, okay, yeah, so, yeah I'd, li- I'd like that. Be a nice discussion for next week to to be prepped for all. I that. I will have a full 2022 rundown, bam, of movies for next week, and that's bow, all I got. Uh, I got a couple things. Go. I know that you are not a big fan, a monster fan of the show. But did you watch the Friends reunion? I did not. I know the wife did, but I did not. I did. I heard her cackling and laughing. It was good. It was really good. It was. It was when I first heard about it and all the people that they were going to have on it, like Justin Bieber and BTS. I'm like, come on, this is bullshit. But they were super small parts. Right. Like Justin Bieber showed up. Do you remember the episode where they had the costume party and Sean Penn was on it and Ross was dressed up as the potato and. I remember Sean Penn yeah, being on there yeah. vaguely, yes. And uh, Chandler was the pink bunny. Well, they were they did like a costume runway thing, and Bieber came out in the potato. So it's just okay. very little stuff. Uh, if you like the show, it's definitely worth watching. Um, okay. It was some flashbacks. Some of them, it wasn't quite them telling as many things as I wanted to to hear. But I, I wasn't disappointed that I wasted my time or that, that, that I watched it. Massive show, massive um, following, and there's a reason it's super popular. Yeah, there was, I don't not like the show. I I. When Amy watches it and stuff, I'll watch it, and it's it's decent. It's just not The Office or or Parks and Rec to you, which I'll is tell understandable. You what, rules engage Rules of Engagement has moved fastly up the list. I love that show because we have rewatched that series now like twice. I, we're on run number three, and nice. I laugh. We laugh every single episode. It's great. And the more I watch it, the more I realize there ain't a network on TV that would have the balls to play this. They wouldn't right do now. that show anymore. It is awesome. With uh, David Spade and all the Indian jokes God, towards Timmy. So funny. For the next, last, I'm not that kind of Indian. Yes. So um, funny. All the sexual harassment Patrick stuff he does. Warburton is. He's a genius. He's a goddamn genius. He's a genius. Jeff. Happy Jeff Day. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I've watched quite a few episodes of, because Susan's had it on while I've been doing stuff out there, is a show called Pin and Teller's Bullshit. Never seen it, but I've heard it. It is a phenomenal show i don't think they've ever done anything bad they basically take like a myth or a a topic of discussion really yes a topic of discussion and they dissect it from like a nonpartisan view like give me an example recycling okay they did an episode on recycling really and how good recycling is and they basically prove and show that recycling is a joke. Okay. It costs it costs more money to remake a bottle out of used parts than new ones. 
Uh, you know, people are like, oh, you got to save the trees. No trees are used for paper in this country that aren't grown specifically for paper. How right. land mill, how landfills are actually legitimately better off. It's they go through it and they and they drop facts. Wow. And they interview people. What is this on? I know? Th- I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. Well, but I, it's a. It, it's, I'll look it up. Originally, it was a Showtime show. See, and, I would watch that. It, I would watch that. It's in a great, second. dude. They do one on PETA, and absolutely fucking rape PETA. It is. Yes. I, I, it's, but it's not just that. They do one on the Bible, and you know, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and they destroyed the Bible, and I'm like, you know what? They're not wrong. They, it, they, dude, they, Jesus had the force. Based, ba- <laughs> it's straight up facts. Like, there's one part of the Bible one where they're talking about you can't pick and choose. Mm-hmm. If you if you follow the Bible, you have to follow the Bible. You right. can't you can't say that um, it's it's wrong for a man to lay with another man, but then eliminate the part where it says you know any man with long hair is a heathen. And and as te- as as uh, Teller or as Penn is saying that Teller's holding up a picture of Jesus with long hair. It's just and the way they do it, it's hysterical. It's they're like 25, 35 minutes long. Totally so it's a short, easy watch. Totally worth, yep. Yeah, and it's like they think they have two or three seasons. If you guys are out there and you like Penn and Teller, who which I love, Penn and Teller. I do too. I they, always have. They do one on the bullshit, the the the, the air quotes, the bullshit war on drugs. Um, it's just it it's it's really really you don't have really to have a good. degree to know that's bullshit. It's dude. It's it's a documentary, but it's not a documentary. It's like a it's it's almost like a real life law and order. Where they okay. where they get all the investigations, but the way they're doing it, he's making fun of it, and it's funny. It's if any of you guys out there like them, watch it. It's I've really always, really good. I've always secretly, not secretly, just ripped on people that are so like aggressive about recycling. So you know you're wasting your time, right? Like you're absolutely wasting your time. It's it's amazing because the only reason they had a list and they started all these reasons that people say they want to recycle, mm-hmm. the only one. That proved itself out was it makes you feel better. Yeah, that's it. Saves money. Nope. Saves resources. Nope. This and that. They actually took a two, three different groups of people, and they told them that they were trying to improve the recycling. So they were like, "How? How would you? How, how far would you go to help?" And that guy was like, "Oh, you know what? I would do anything because I believe this thing." By the time they were done, they had nine different recycling bins out there that were different colors, and one of them got like chicken and meat in it and one of them got lightly soiled toilet paper one of them got metal cans that had labels on it one of them was just straight metal cans they had these people going through the tr- oh my god it was it was hysterical but they straight up they straight up show like how bad landfills are oh and, and counties are making yeah. tons of money from recycling no they don't no the the tr- the fees the the fees and stuff that they charge the fees that they charge yes but Recycling does not make money. It only no, no, makes no. it I only meant, makes money for the people that own the places. I'm saying that like county government is, oh, yeah, is yeah. what I'm talking about. Because what? let's say Pinellas County, the county we live in, if they come and they pick up our our dumpster, which is a recycled dumpster, which is supposed to be just paper and cardboard, if there's something in there, they'll fine our company for not having just that stuff in there. Here's the best part. It's a joke. Not not to spoil it, but this is the type of stuff they come up with. They said that the New York State or someone had, had, had said that 40% of the items that you recycle end up in the landfill anyway because they get missed or they get thrown out, right? Or into a landfill? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I've had to go quite a few times, yeah. Greg, and I can tell you that is a fact. It, and, and it's got all the stuff oh, out there that shouldn't be out there. And with that happening, it actually costs the counties more to recycle because now they're running two trucks. And, and and it's just they they literally put the facts on the table. So. I need to watch that. For yes, sure. you do. And it and it's I'm and, and it's all different types of subjects. You may not want to watch every one of the one the one we last we watched last night was the new age thing with the crystals. And I the, would just watch for them in general because they're so goddamn entertaining. They, they are. Even if you don't like the subject, watch it because yeah. they are. It's really yeah. good. It's it's pen, pen and teller bullshit. Look at you giving me something to watch. Yeah. Well, what the hell? I'll yeah. get around to that next year. Yeah, you should. Wait, you know, no, two or three years from now, <laughs> when I ask you about this in twenty twenty seven, I want to fuck. Dude, answer. I'll have this shit done by Thursday. You know that. <laughs> and like I said, they're easy watches. You've got 20, 25 minutes. You want to sit down, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I can look up on the app where it's at. So, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll find it. That's, That's all I got. Um, I got a game. Let's go. All right. This week's game is called Hall of Fame. That's right. So what we're gonna do here is I have six names, and I'm gonna ask you if they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not. And your answer is going to be yes or no. It's that right. simple. I, it doesn't get any more mic-friendly than this. All right. Number one, nine-inch nails. Yes. They are. Yes. They just got and that was recent. Last year. That's the only reason yeah. I know. So that's kind of, that was almost kind of like a gimme. Yeah, it was. Because it was a big deal about Trent Reznor and stuff. Who I mean, dude is very talented. He is. He is. And I don't dislike nine-inch nails. That opening... For girl with the dragon tattoo, uh huh. That I, I have that in my gym playlist. Yeah, it, but it is incredible. Here's the thing. Here's my only issue with Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor, super talented. Yep. Does a lot of music. Yep. It's Nine Inch Nails. Correct. Yes. That's hey, it's, it's, sure. it's it's you know what I mean. So again, here and, and this is me making fun of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. And I'm not going to say none of these people are talented because they are, but. My my gimmick, my issue with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there are people in there that maybe deserve it, but certainly not over some of the people that aren't in there. Correct. Okay. The glaring ones. The famous flames. Calgary? No, they're not famous. <laughs> they are in Canada. Stanley Cup winning, 1989. It's been a while. Mike Vernon was the goalie. When was the last time the Stanley Cup was on Canadian soil? That's a good fucking question. Was it 89? 89 Calgary Flames it's, was the last team that I can recall. It's been a while. We know it wasn't Toronto because film Ever. wasn't in color then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Edmonton. I know Vancouver played for it one time. Edmonton was the early 80s, um, the mid-80s. Ba- the, Can- the Canadians won four, and then the Islanders won four. I will say that the 1989 Calgary Flames were the last Canada team to win the Cup. Yeah. All right. Good enough. The famous flames. I, I've I have no idea, so I'll say yes. I have never heard of them. Never heard of them. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Crushing it. Famous flames. Do Do they have any songs that we might know? Yeah. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Um. I will say yes. Yes. Yeah. She is. I mean, because she's super popular. Nice nipple. You didn't see it. Uh, you saw the star. That shit was so set up. Oh, of course it was. Well, 100% set up. Why else would she have a sticker on her tit? Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. You didn't see anything. You, all you saw was a boobie. Dude. She had a silver sticker star on her on her boobie. When I was watching it, 
I saw Timberlake reach over and pull it, and I'm like, "What's he? What's going on?" They here? knew what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. Because what did we all talk about for two weeks? Yeah, her nipple, Janet's boob. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yes. <laughs> Name me a Grandmaster Flash song. Um, I don't know. Point me to the nearest Rolladium. Yeah, there you go. Yes, they are in there. <laughs> of course. Foreigner. Oh, this is urgent. <laughs> um. God, Foreigner. Uh, I I want to say yes. But I don't know what love is. Yes. In the immortal words of Dave Chappelle, <laughs> fuck no. Fuck, no, they're not. They are not. Okay. They have two members in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. It's irrelevant. But they are not in the Hall of Fame. Irrelevant. Yeah. The, 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 they. Sh- I agree. They should be. They just want to know what love is, Greg. They do. They do. Uh, and, I, and a quick add-on because of our sure opening, I Johnny do, Cash. I do love Urgent. Um, John, he has to be. He is. He has to be. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's Johnny Cash, but he's a country singer. Yeah, he's Johnny Cash. Yeah, I know. No, hey, I, I, a, I love yeah. Johnny Cash. I, I do, and I'm not saying he's not talented. Ring of Fire. Yeah, I mean, rock and roll. I, uh, no, I, get, I don't know. Hey, it's time they started making different categories. Yeah. I, I I think so. I think so too. But well, you did good. You got five out of six. Hey, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, Dems Hall of Fame numbers. Hell yeah, they is. <laughs> you win um, a series with those numbers. Yeah, you could. You could. You know what? I am curious now. Hey Siri, who was the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup? Siri is right now trying to talk to me about women's soccer. Uh, no. She is the worst. You don't have to look it up. Pin and Teller bullshit is on Hulu. Oh, on Hulu. Okay, cool. I am all over on the, on that show. I, yeah, I will good. look into that. And I'll report back next week. Awesome. Um, I guess let's, um, let's do our list. Let's do the main event. Main event. Your list, you can describe it, you can intro it, you can go first. All right. Um, I'm a little ashamed that I did this. Oh, but you're I heard, gonna be. But I heard... Um, you're going to be. I heard this idea on another podcast, and I'm going to give him full credit. This is from Doug, ben- Doug Loves Movies, Doug Benson. And um, I just realized this past week that he was actually doing podcasts and, and putting out apps during the pandemic i had no idea so oh, I'm like, I've, yeah i've been listening i'm like a year and a half behind so it's I, not as good no uh, well i'm still i'm still in february they basically get right to the games which is the only reason i listen to anyway because they are fun to listen to the games are fun to listen to yes. i love the i love the the the, the banter back and forth i like it when they the do last movie you saw stuff like yeah. that i do like I, it's a good po- it's a fun podcast to listen it's to. it's my favorite podcast he's kind of a dick you or but, i are not on but yeah yeah he can be sometimes he but, can be but um, but he had uh, he asked this question, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty funny. That'd be a fun list to do." And then I couldn't stop thinking about it all week. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Here so you go, Phil. Today's list is stolen straight from Douglas Movies. Thank you, Doug Benson. Full credit. Um, it is movies that are going to be remade, starring the Muppets, and which Muppet plays which character. Now, my criteria for this. 
It had to be an ensemble movie where you had a lot of different people. It couldn't be like, you know, Rambo. Okay. Um, it had to be a movie that was like a classic that everybody knows because it's hard to read. In my, this is my, my I list. Think, yeah, okay. And I didn't. I'm there safe was, so far. There was some of them that I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do Step Brothers. But I didn't do Step Brothers because it's hard to hear Muppet tell somebody to go fuck themselves to help Kermit. You know what I mean? Oh, we're about to find I, I know. Out. I, I'm sure. I I kept it a little clean. Um, I, I am not. sure that we might do this again because this has got endless, endless, limitless possibilities. Yep. But um, that was kind of how I went with it, and I kind I tried to not make Kermit the lead character every movie as well. You know what I mean? Because Fair, hey. that even though when you watch an, a Muppet movie, you want Kermit, but I have a very diverse cast of puppets slash Muppets in my movies. Well, you have seven. I do. So you should go first. All right. Here we go. Um, I even typed these out. Holy shit. (sighs) Dr. Teeth and his wife, Janice, relocate from Sesame Street to rural, rural Maine with their two young children, Zoe and Prairie Dawn. After a sudden and devastating accident that kills the family pet, Hoots the Owl, the couple soon discover a mysterious burial ground hidden deep in the woods near their new home. Jesus Christ. Dr. Teeth turns to his neighbor, the Swedish chef, setting off on a perilous sequence of events that bring even more hurdy-gurdy bort-bort this summer in a puppet cemetery. <laughs> All right. Pet cemetery. Well done. I would just like to point out that um, sequence of events that's going to bring more hurdy-gurdy bort bort. Amazing. Because Swedish chef. In English, that means horrific events. <laughs> that means shit going down. It's about to get serious. Okay. My first one is Caddyshack. Okay. Uh, Noonan is played by Scooter. Mm-hmm. Ty Webb is Kermit. Oh, of course. Um, I can see that. Carl is Gonzo. Oh, that's fantastic. Al Shervik is Statler or Waldorf. Waldorf. Pick one. Yeah. Um, Schmales is Sam the Eagle because <laughs> oh. he's so pompous. Yes. Okay. And, of course, Lacey is Piggy. Don't you people have homes? Yeah. I can yeah. see Sam the Eagle right? pulling that off. Uh, of course. 100%. Um, I didn't want to do it. Felt I owed it to him. <laughs> now, Lacey could be Piggy. It could also be Janice. From from the Doctor Teeth, the, and and those Janice were my actually ones. Janice actually fits a little bit better for that. Good but, on you for knowing Janice. Oh my god! Like, I get, oh my god! I I had Phil in mind the entire time I was doing. I'm these, sure you did. Hundred percent, because he is probably going to spit out his whiskey at work. I mean, coffee. <laughs> All right. So my number two, um, I went full movie preview for for these. Obviously, okay. Literally took the synopsis for the movies and replaced them with said Muppet names. Well done. And there are some recurring humans in here from Muppet shows that you'll you'll. Oh, nice. Which brings me to this one: Maria and Gordon are a loving couple with a bright future. Gordon is a talented ventriloquist, and Maria is a top-notch milkshake waitress at Charlie's Restaurant on Sesame Street. But then the recession, re, when the recession hits Sesame Street, their finances take a nosedive. In a last-ditch effort, last effort to save their dream home and not wind up Oscar's roommate, 
They head to Las Vegas to win their mortgage money gambling. After they lose everything, a mysterious billionaire, Mr. Snuffleupagus, offers a solution to their money problems. One million dollars if he can sleep with that sweet Maria. Will their marriage survive? Will Maria ever be able to stop thinking about that massive fuzzy elephant dong? Only time will tell if the relationship can survive this spring in an indecent interspecies proposal. You added fuzzy dong, didn't you? Yes. That was not in the Oh, no, that is in the trailer. Massive fuzzy elephant dong? Oh, that's in my trailer. In your trailer. Yeah, Yeah, that's not in the the one you pulled off the internet. It's part of the story, man. Perfect. Oh, I took liberties with these, Uh, yes. I think you did, yes. 100%. All right. Uh, My second movie is Aliens. Okay. Piggy is Ripley. Has, Has to be. Newt is Robin the Frog. Okay. Which is the little Good frog. Good one. Yep. Okay. Bishop is Kermit. Mm-hmm. Hicks is Ralph. Yes. Game over, man. Burke, <laughs> the Paul Reiser character, yes. is Rizzo the Rat. Oh. But per- <laughs> but you know what? Ironically, perfect, perfect. choice. Perfect. I had to, perfect right? Perfect fucking choice. Um, Hudson. Yes. Is Fozzie. And Gorman is Bunsen. Fantastic. Gorman was the lieutenant. Absolutely. And I could have gone deeper with all the characters, but uh, that's good enough, right? You could have made Bunsen the um, the the android. I I struggled with that. Because of the smart... Yeah. No, I, dude, you nailed I, it. I wanted to. I, I actually had Kermit and Bunsen uh, back and forth, but, you know. Oh, shit. Well done. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Upper crust executive, the Count and a down-and-out hustler, Ralph the Dog, are subjects of a bet by successful brokers, Stadler and Waldorf, an employee of the Dukes. The Count is framed by the brothers for a crime he didn't commit, and with the siblings then installing a street-smart Rolf the Dog in his position, when Rolf and the Count uncover the scheme, they set out to turn the tables on those assholes in the balcony. Fucking See what perfect. happens when these two unlikely heroes start trading puppets. How did I miss that one? I was worried you were going to have that one. I mean, the two of those motherfuckers are Statler and Waldorf. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) You know what? I would love to find out where Jim Henson got the, the, who was his inspiration. I'm going to look that shit up. They came up before Trading Places, didn't it? Trading Places was like 81, 82. Muppets, Muppets early were earlier, 80s. yeah. So, but the, but those two two were still. Don they Amici. could have been based on Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah, Don Amici and and uh, uh, Craig Bellamy were still around. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Hold on, I gotta write that down. All right. Inspiration for Stat and Wall. There you go. All right. <laughs> My third movie is Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, I mean. It, it, this is a layup. It's low-hanging fruit, but... Good thing, though, I steered away from anything current. Okay. Iron Man is Bunsen because right. of his science ability. Yep. Captain America's Ralph. Yep. Thor is Gonzo. Oh, but, there's a, but, there's a, but there's a caveat. He's already got the cape. Yep. Camilla, the chicken, is Mjolnir. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, he could be holding yes, her legs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nice job. Okay, Hulk. There's only one person that can play Hulk. Sam the Eagle. Animal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. Loki is Kermit. That'd be a good twist. Nick Fury is Sam Eagle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Black Widow. I, I, this might be sacrilege, but Black Widow's Fozzie. 
No, that's okay. Okay. Um, Coulson, Agent Coulson is Gonzo, and Agent Hill is Piggy. Agent Hill was the coldest, smoldest character. I would have made Coulson Scooter. Not oh, shit. No, I already had, I had Gonzo twice. Oh, okay. I fucked that up. That's right, because I, I had uh, I had somebody else's store. So you're right. Okay, so Coulson is Scooter. There you go. I'd see that movie. Why not? I mean... I sure as hell wouldn't want to see these upcoming movies. <laughs> Neither would anybody else, except maybe Phil. All right. Rizzo the Rat had just gotten fired for wheel for stealing wheels of cheese, but to make matters worse, Ren is due. He hates his overbearing girlfriend Janice and his best friend Fozzie owes the local drug dealer money, and that's all before lunch. As the hours drag on, Rizzo and Fozzie deal with the gamut of urban life on Sesame Street, complete with crackheads, shootouts, and overly sexual pastors, concentrated into one single unbelievable F R I D A Y. How the hell you gonna get fired on your day off? You ain't got no job. <laughs> you ain't got no sugar. Yeah. You always got cool, no ham, no burger. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. A Muppet Friday. Everything after Friday is garbage, but that movie is... Sam the Eagle is Debo. Oh, hell yes. 100%. Hell yes. Nice watch, Kermit. Who plays uh, Who plays the Chris Tucker character? Um, That's Fozzie. Okay. And Rizzo is, Rizzo ice, is, is Ice Cube? Rizzo is Ice Cube, yeah. Okay. Who and plays the father? Who would play the father? Um... Kermit. Okay. I can see Kermit playing the dad. Good enough. I would just love to see a ghetto Kermit. That would be great. That'd be awesome. Chains and shit. How you go to the bathroom with all that shit on? Yep. Spraying the spray. Come in here. Come in here. No, man. I'm good. I can wait. Come on. Get in here. Get your butt in here. All right. My next movie is The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. Oh, shit. And here we go. All right. Frodo is Scooter. Okay. Sam is Bunsen. Yep. Mary. <laughs> I did this because Mary and Pippin are basically inconsequential to the story until the very end. I want to guess who plays Smeagol when you get to it. Okay. Mary is Swedish chef. Okay. And Pippin is Beaker. Okay. Because none of them say anything worth listening to except, oh, lunch, where's the second breakfast? He was going to be my guess for Smeagol. Okay. Gollum. That was, I was going to guess Beaker. Oh. I made it piggy. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> stock. Yes, precious. That would be okay. Awesome. Aragorn is Fozzie. Okay. Legolas is Kermit. Gimli, animal. Yep, has for to sure. Be. The Nazgul are Statler and Waldorf. Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Hiding behind the tree? Ho 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 ho! Big ho. shroud, but you yes. just see their nose see and their chin nose sticking out of it. Out. Gandalf is Gonzo. Just and, talking shit while riding the the big Nazgul, th- the the big dragons. Yeah, talking shit with each other. Yes, that'd be awesome. Hey, look at that down there. You know how far they had to walk? <laughs> how far? The whole way. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Telling dad jokes the whole fucking time. Be amazing. And Boromir is Rizzo. Fan, I, I do that is well done. I would pay to see that. Well done. Maybe the Rock could make it happen. Oh my God, that would be so incredible. Where are you at, Rock? Yeah, Mister oh, the Rock. Give us a, a call. Song? Oh, that was a Kid Rock song. Aaron's favorite. <laughs> I said it. I, Don't apologize listen, for it. Listen, I get it. Different music you know, turns different people on. Yeah, but you can't say he's a bad singer. 
so by his by that reasoning, is Bob Seger a bad singer? Um, throaty, raspy voice. I no. don't think I don't think Bob Seger's a bad singer, and I don't think Kid Rock's a bad singer. I don't think it's what people today want to hear. They want to hear like Ariana and Grande and stuff like they want to hear they want to hear the voices, but ne- it's not necessarily about the singing that makes a good song a good song. I Sometimes, like hearing people sing that aren't programmed. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with yeah. you. And I Plus, and I and Detroit legend. There are people that don't like Seeger because of his sound, but that's his sound, and if that's what you like, that's what you like. And you're you're right. It's another discussion for another day. Oh, true. All right, here we go. This one is a summer blockbuster. When an asteroid threatens to collide with Earth, I fucking knew you were going to pick Armageddon. NASA honcho Doctor Bunsen Honeydew determines that the only way to stop it is to drill into the surface and detonate a nuclear bomb. This leads him to renowned driller Sam the Eagle, who agrees to helm the dangerous space mission, provided he can bring along his own hotshot crew. Among them is the gambling genius Gonzo, the good old Texas bike riding Sweetums, the stripper addicted astrophysicist Animal, and the young cocky right hand puppet upstart Scooter, who Sam the Eagle does not think is good enough for his daughter, Abby DeCabby. Abby Cadabab. Abby Cadabby. The fate of the world is in their hands, or pause, or whatever. Coming next summer, Muppet <laughs> Or pause, or what? Muppet <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And this is where it goes south. Uh-oh. Hard. All right. My last one is a classic. Mm-hmm. I watch it about 10 times a year. Christmas Vacation. Re- oh, this is interesting. Clark is Gonzo. Okay. Ellen is Bunsen. Okay. Just because there's not a lot of... Just because why not? Yeah. He could fill out the dress. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him. Audrey is Janice. Mm-hmm. Rusty is Scooter. Perfect. Clark Sr., Statler. Mm-hmm. Nora, who is Clark's mom, is Beaker. She never really says anything anyway. Right. Art is Waldorf. Well, abs- I was going to say, if it's not Waldorf... And Francis is Sam the Eagle. <laughs> That is fantastic. Eddie is Fozzie, because yep. it has to be. Yep. Rocky is Pepe the King Prawn. Oh, the kid. I tried to I tried to find something for him. Oh, uh, I screwed up here because I've got Ruby Sue as Scooter as well. Well, Ruby Sue could be... Hey, Scooter's diverse. You know what? Um, He's multi-talented. Okay, let's go. Lewis. Uh, Lewis is uh, the, old, the old man. The old guy with the stogie. That's Rizzo. Okay. Oh, perfect. Right. And Bethany is Camilla the Chicken. And Bethany. <laughs> the blessings. <laughs> Todd is the Swedish chef. Yes. And Margot is animal. <laughs> Fantastic. Mr. Shirley is Kermit. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, Kermit would have to be a dick. Yeah, but he But also, in the end, he gets redeemed. He's, he's the one who All breaks. Right. Yeah, so you know what I mean? That's a good one. And also, if you've ever seen The Muppets Take Manhattan, Kermit is kind of a dick in that yeah, until, he, yeah. until he gets rid of his amnesia, but still. Fair. Here we go. Is this Debbie Does Dallas? This, no, but Piggy, does, <laughs> Piggy almost did Dallas. Piggy almost did. Okay. But I, I did not because in all truthness, I've never seen it, so I didn't know who to fill in for what. I just Piggy is a whore. She's a cheerleader, and she just does everybody. Everybody. Too easy. Too easy. No one wants to see that. Uh, well. Except maybe Kermit. Yeah. Okay. Living a life marked by violence and racism, 
Neo-Nazi Bert finally goes to prison after killing two black puppets who tried to steal his car. Upon his release, Bert vows to change his ways. He hopes to prevent his younger brother, Ernie, who idolizes Bert, from following in his footsteps as he struggles in his own deeply ingrained prejudices and watches their mother, Abby Gadabby. Bert wonders if his family can overcome a lifetime of hate on Sesame Street. This movie that literally will get everyone canceled, American Puppet, brought to you by the letter X. Oh, my God. Just to see Bert curb stomp somebody would be hilarious. Wow. Well, after all those po- after all those damn memes you've posted, it's pretty easy to see oh, Burke curb stomping Jesus somebody. Jesus Christ! Yes, that would be great. That would be fantastic. It's not where it ends, Greg. Oh, you got another one. This is the one you the, did eight. This is the soup de jour. No, I did six, seven. You went first. No, you did because it was your list. You went first because I, I said you have seven. So you I go will first. count them, but I guarantee you that I have seven. All right. Businessman Kermit the Frog arrives in Sesame Street in 1939, ready to make his fortune from World War II, which has just started. After joining the Nazi party, primarily for political expediency, he staffs his factory with Muppet workers for simply selfish reasons. But when the SS begins exterminating puppets in the Krakow ghetto, Kermit arranges to have his puppets protected to keep his factory in operation, but soon realizes that in so doing, he's also saving innocent Muppets while avoiding the Nazi camp leader, Sam the Eagle, as he's taking target practice from his nest after long nights of the finest cocaine and the best hooker Sesame Street has to offer. See whose name survives this summer on a frog's list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And oh, uh, there you go. All right. <laughs> Rabbit hole explored. Oh, my. I had fun with that one. I was literally making myself tear up laughing as I was typing these out. Oh, my God. That's great. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, okay. Because if you went first, that would have been five each time and then six and seven. your list. You start. Yeah. Sorry, Phil. Or am I? I don't know. I don't think there's anything to be sorry about. I mean, no, somebody, I, mean, I, I want to see Bert curb stomp somebody in a wife beater. I, I just think that would be hilarious. Put your, put your mouth on the ground. Harder. <laughs> Higher. See, like... And watching the little stick-operated foot stamp down on somebody. Pieces of cotton. <laughs> cotton just, just coming out of out. the mouth. Yes, my God. <laughs> See, I some I like I've liked all the Muppet movies that I've seen. There's only one that I haven't seen, and that was the excuse me. There's two. That was the newest one with Jason Segel. Saw it at theater, and I haven't seen Muppets in Space. My favorite Muppet movie was Muppets Treasure Island, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but I think it's awesome to watch. Even though I love the Muppet movie and Muppet Takes Manhattan, I I love watching. Like when Family Guy does an episode where there are characters in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I like seeing the story that we love and then put jokes in it. Like like you said, Statler and Waldorf flying across Mordor on Nazgul, throwing dad jokes back and forth at each other. I mean, come on, take it, my fucking money now. Wait, hey, here's your new premise for a new Muppet show. F- Five-minute movie trailers of these movies. Do we have to write everything? I think we do. Jesus, there's your new Muppet show. Just every week is a different movie. 
You just you 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 could literally do a month's worth of shows from the fucking Lord of the Rings. You could start with the Hobbit and roll right through them. We just did your first season. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Call I mean, us. Call what, us, Mister the Muppet. What, what are we doing? I guess we're not blowing the right people because well, that ain't gonna happen. I don't know. He if he's if he's pretty. But I'll take one. If he's pretty, I mean. <laughs> I'm not gay, but rent's rent. <laughs> I mean, if Snuffleupagus calls, comes calling. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Uh, there are several new items in the spread shop. Uh, I have started the update, and I'm not completely done, but they're out there. If you would like to be a Patreon sponsor, you can join us, the different tiers. Um, one thing that we have is we have found the new... We didn't talk about it. The new gameplay trailer for Battlefield. Oh Jesus! We're going to be, we're going to be looking at that being our Patreon video game yeah, type thing because we can we can make it a little bit work work a little bit better than Call of Duty. I don't know when Battlefield comes out. Uh, but, October twenty um, second. So we got a couple of months to set that up. Um, we are trying to do our watch along. We have not done our patreon stuff in a month or so but we're going to be taking care of that uh we got father father's day coming this yeah, week what are we doing the, for, for the next movie i i thought i thought i picked something you did and i can't remember what it was it'll it'll come back to me but it'll be good it'll be worth listening to uh it, again if you want to help uh, we just sent a package out to the troops we're already saving for the next one we're going to do one a quarter no matter what they may not be as big but we're going to do it anyway you can find us at top5forfighting.com. You can follow me at, we have, or our Twitter is top5forfighting. Uh, I, I, Twitter, I try and post a couple of funny memes a day. I've got super fan Phil Eddie feeding me several oh. of them. I try and post a couple a day. We've got an email, top5forfighting at gmail.com. You can follow Mike on Twitter at puttytop5. Puttytop5. We are on Facebook. Um, honestly, I don't know how much longer I want to be on Facebook. I've just about had my fill of it. It's not. It's not even fun anymore. It's at the point now where I'm trying to get thrown in Facebook jail. Yeah, I'm just don't say anything to anybody. I I, I, I scroll through and I look at like two different things. I've got a small circle. It's cool there. Yeah, I've, and and that's kind of where I want to stay. I just post memes and make people laugh and make people go, "What's wrong with you? Who hurt you as a child?" Yep, we all know. If you have, if you have. Uh, <laughs> If you have show ideas or would just like to contact us or whatever, hey, just let us know. Send an email. Maybe top five f- for fighting at gmail.com. Maybe. I hear that's an email. I hear it. Wait, but that's none of my business. Oh. <laughs> How about that tie in? Nice. Huh? Yes. And with that, have a wonderful week. Later. All you dads out there, have a great Father Day. Be safe. Yes. I, I don't know if we said it. All you moms, we hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. They did. All right. I know mine did. And. Don't be a dick. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally... I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first like met like a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever.
And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to me.